Hello and welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Bonjour, bienvenue à Vin et Immobilier. So every week we like to talk about wine and real estate, two of our favorite topics, and sometimes we'll even bring on some guests. So we look forward to sharing some tips and tricks with you about wine, about investments, real estate, and just have a good time. See you soon. Chin chin. Hello, fellow investors. Bonsoir, les investisseurs. Welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Yes, hello, everybody. So tonight, uh, we're going to have some special <laughs> guests coming on in a few minutes. In the meantime, we're going to open up our yes. bottle of wine. I'm so. excited about this. It's a wine from uh, Croatia. Croatia. Croatia, sorry. I'm saying that in Franklin. It's Plavac uh, Madi. I don't know if you guys can see the bottle very well. Anyway, we've never had a wine from Croatia before, so we wanted to try that and... and uh, Give it a sip and yeah. see if it's worthy of wine and real estate. And our guests are coming on as well. They're going to have maybe some wine recommendations. And in the next few weeks, I'm excited. We have a guest who does not drink wine. She's going to talk about smoothies. <laughs> so That's we tried to... That's kind of boring. No. no, it's kind of fun. I thought at first I'm she's like, I don't drink wine. making a joke. That's okay. So, yeah, if you don't drink wine, you're not welcome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not smoothies in real estate. It's wine in real estate. And show people our nice bottle opener. Yes, it's very exciting. Ooh. <laughs> no, but it's really cool because it's, it's very easy to use. So, uh, yeah, like this one ha actually has a cork and that was a um, very inexpensive bottle. Is yeah. it a 2019? No, it's a 2018. 2018, yeah, for like $13. So we're going to have to aerate it to make sure it it breathes and there's more room to it and the wine tastes better and sometimes if the wine's really bad then you have some cheese with it yeah we have to <laughs> talk a bit about corks yes so uh, corks actually do uh, modify somewhat the, t the taste and i love smelling the cork do you guys smell the cork mm -hmm. Mm, that's a nice one. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a rare privilege now because a lot of wines have like cork that are like plastic or rubber. like rubber or a twist cap. I know it's convenient, but oh, the smelling color the cork. Is different. Oh yeah, it's a neat color. Yeah, so this color, it's, it's a light color. I don't know if you can tell really, but you can see through it. Some of them are much more like a dark and opaque. Yeah, yeah like a, is that what they call a ruby? Oh, I think so. so. But don't quote me on it. We'll have to ask Laurel. Yeah, we need to get a sommelier on next time. Mm, so good. I see Farnelli Properties, you guys are on, so you have to ask to join the live. Hopefully it's from a phone, you can't from a computer, so... If not, take a second and switch to your phone. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind, we're going to enjoy a sip. Yes, we're going to enjoy a sip. Salud, but I need to yeah, swirl it a bit. Swirl it. it, smells good. You can buy these aerators as well. Mm -hmm. We used to have some, but uh, we didn't find... They weren't that great, so there you go. There you go. I'm very excited. Yeah, it says good. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of um, good evening. Hello. Hello. How are you? Sorry, I'm there. Good. How are you? Good. Let me adjust the phone a tiny bit just so we're not cut off. Yeah, no yes. problem. Mm -hmm. mm. It's kind of cool. It's like this. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to know where the camera is going to kind of hit. Yeah. Me, so. 
I tested it and then it wasn't what I expected. No. Thank you so much for uh, coming on to Wine and Real Estate. And we're Thanks really excited uh, to meet you. We've seen pictures. We've exchanged messages over the past few months. Uh, you also joined uh, Investor Mel and Dave, the uh, mentoring program. And yeah, and I, now we're, we're having some wine together. Yes. So. Are you guys drinking some wine tonight? We are. We did. Oh, great. Chin chin. <laughs> Salud. Salud. <laughs> so uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, currently, it's just an apothic red. We're not oh, really nice. connoisseurs by any means. It's a good wine. We love that <laughs> one. Yes, I love the dark. Yeah. I don't know if you've tried it, but it's very uh, full body, the dark uh, apothic red. Oh, okay. I yeah, this is just a wine maker's blend. Oh. <laughs> We also bought a, what was it? Baco. Oh, Sandbanks. I was trying to buy a oh, Canadian or wine, so I bought a Sandbanks one. Nice. But Victoria liked this one, so I got it as well. Oh, we've actually been to the vineyard a few times. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, Sandbanks Winery. It's beautiful near Lake Ontario in Prince Edward County. So, so yeah. we didn't give you a chance yet. So introduce yourselves. Tell everybody a little bit about yourselves, who you are, and your investing uh, journey, journey. Yes. <laughs> sure you start because you started investing before me yeah my journey started back in 2004 yeah it was me and a friend that i worked with and we were probably sitting well we were sitting in a bar downtown after a long work day <laughs> and then we talked about buying bars and owning bars and cool. how we'd love to do that one day and then one of us got the silly idea of buying a property. <laughs> At the time, it seemed crazy. And next thing we knew, we owned a fiveplex out in Brantford. Oh, my. Oh, wow. And that's so the that's market now, Brantford. I know we used to be kind of depressed, and now it's really good. So, Yeah, and we sort of managed to pick up the worst house in the worst oh, area, no. the worst <laughs> tenants. I think it was intentional, <laughs> part of, partly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Yeah. You had lots of lift. <laughs> that's it. We have over the years for sure. And so that's that's where it initially started. And then I ended up buying out my partner. He went a different direction in life and um, bought him out. I think it was around 2006, so shortly after we bought it. Okay. And then I spent years working out there on the weekends, slowly upgrading units, putting in new kitchens, replacing anything and everything. Wow, that's and, great. Yeah. And then it was probably, what, 2007 or so? Me and you? Yeah. 2015. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few years later. But we started working together, and then he would always tell me his landlord stories that I would find super entertaining. And I'd always just liked real estate and houses to begin with. So he convinced me pretty easily to buy a property with him. <laughs> um, yeah. So we bought a, a duplex in Brantford that we knew was going to need a ton of work. And we did the work on that property. And while we were doing that renovation, we actually ended up buying two fourplexes wow. with the money he was able to get from refinancing the fiveplex. So we did the lift, did the refi, and then bought more properties. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so we've we've been doing the burr. Um, I kind of say we haven't finished the burr in a lot of our cases. Like we haven't done the refi on most of our properties, but and it wasn't until we joined, 
Yeah. It wasn't until we joined Mel and Dave that I was like, okay, we need to do this. We need to yeah. access equity. Now we have so much because we sat on them for a little while and now we're like trying to buy as many as we can. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And so many opportunities right now mm -hmm. during COVID. I know it seems counterintuitive, even though the market's red hot, but there's all kinds of things coming up and the lenders are very, um, pro borrowing right now so <laughs> it's very good for us yeah might as well take advantage of it <laughs> yeah for sure that's, yeah. that's great so how many yeah. members of the mel and dave mentoring program we joined in june of last year oh, okay okay great. awesome yeah. so um you said you guys aren't really big wine drinkers do you usually drink um beer or uh, <laughs> Right. My choice would be beer, but in general, I don't drink a ton. <laughs> yeah, good. That's a good yeah. habit. <laughs> yeah, we'll socially drink. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, the open bottle of wine or beer will go bad in the fridge <laughs> over a year. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So it's not something we need to Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just we're always, there's always something to do. We're always busy, and I find opening up a bottle or having a beer, it just sort of distracts you for the night, and so... We just never get around to it. So that's one true. That's one thing I admire about you guys. You do a lot of the work yourselves, which is really good. Yeah, like that it seems so handy. Well, I think the the big thing is every contractor we seem to hire, <laughs> we seem to fire. So yeah, uh, it's very hard to find good help. And with the Marlboro project, the duplex we worked on, Victoria was able to go through and see everything from laying the bricks of the foundation, because we literally tore it down. Wow. And we've wow. done every task that we are legally allowed to do. So there was um, the drywalling, the insulation, the framing, the exterior siding, siding the roofing. Wow. Installed windows, <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the goal was with that project to learn what yeah. we liked doing and what we really didn't like doing and would want to hire out going forward and to know what went into it so yes. that we could justify, oh, they're going to, it's going to cost, you know, X amount that actually makes sense for, for the hell that we went through. Or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tasks that she'll never want to do again. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So Yes. And how long things take as well. So sometimes it's weird. You're like, oh, this is taking forever. But now you've done it. So you understand it does take forever. This is very hard. Or you yeah. can't mess up with this thing. Like it's got to be very precise or whatever. It exactly. is. Yeah. And it just helps you judge whether you're getting a good quote or whether you're paying for what it's worth. Yeah. You know, Because a lot of people get quotes and they're like, hey, that's what it costs. Okay. And then they'll pay, they overpay or get screwed over by contractors. Not that there's not good ones out there, but it's a, it's yeah. a tough thing to get to these days. There's some great people. It's just right now, I'm, especially with COVID, there's so much renovating happening. It's crazy. The pressure is on. Mm. And, and some of them are not business people. So we've had some great contractors. They're not businessmen. Like they're good at their craft, but they don't yeah. know how to manage a business. And that's where it kind of falls apart. So. And when you do have a great contractor like we do, uh, I think you just have to treat them very well. <laughs> yeah, you pay them quickly, yeah. give them good jobs, keep them busy, buy properties so you can keep them busy and keep them working <laughs> for you. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's such a good point like, that you guys made is, is 
like we've always done that as well. Like in the beginning, we always did as much as we could by ourselves because I think it's a great way to learn and to grow your business as well because you do, like you said, know what it's worth to get whatever Tile the job done. Or... <laughs> yeah. We've never gone as far as like foundations and framework. Yeah, no, that's not us. <laughs> I don't want to do it again. <laughs> she, spent, she spent days cleaning off old brick, manually scraping off the old mortar, prepping it to go. So she'll never touch another brick probably. No. <laughs> but at the same time, some of these tasks, they're fulfilling. Like I love yeah. doing the work. It's unfortunate that it takes so long for a lot of the projects, but it's fulfilling compared to your desk job. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, the physical labor, like, that's why people are so, like, disconnected. Everything is so virtual. Now you're actually touching things, and it's a bit of, like, grounding. Yeah, I, I used to do some landscaping years ago, and I, I love, like, digging in the soil and touching the plants with my bare hands, like yeah. even the soil and digging and <laughs> Jennifer hates it. And I get black nails and yeah. stuff. No, as soon as, as soon as I see a bug, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I like so you don't do much crawling under the apartments. Sorry? I was just saying you don't do much crawling under your units then in the basements or crawl spaces. No. <laughs> <laughs> We send our realtors down there normally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go down there and show us a video. Yeah, show us a video. Yeah. I'm, I'm satisfied. I don't need to go. <laughs> Fair Is enough. Is Flex your favorite project that you did? Uh, no, the Fiveplex was just uh, almost out of necessity because it was so old. Mm-hmm. I think the house was built in the 1800s, late 1800s. and. Uh, wow. Like a maid's quarter in the back, so you could see the progression of how they built out the house. There was horsehair used in some of the plaster in the walls. Wow, wow. Okay. that is old. <laughs> Very old, yeah. It was actually terrifying, I think, when I first saw the horsehair. We thought it was human hair. We didn't know any better. <laughs> never <laughs> seen it. Well, from the 1800s, it would have been what they called anti macassar So they kept the hair from dead people and created these wreaths. Yeah, they used to make things. wreaths with the hair of dead people but anyway yeah. that's a whole other uh... conversation <laughs> that's a whole different type of podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that was definitely a, an interesting and a long project because we completely gutted bathrooms upgraded all the electrical i think the funnest one though was the duplex because we literally took a one and a half story and brought it to that foundation and having rebuilt a lot of the foundation and taking it all back up it was just even though it took a long time, it was nice to see the progression and every week it getting bigger and better. And Ooh, that was probably wow. That's the best experience. <laughs> For me, I enjoyed the design process more than the actual manual labor. Like okay. I hadn't designed an interior ever. So I was designing kitchens, I was picking finishes and I was trying to get a deal. So I was like constantly looking at flyers and I actually liked doing that part of it. Okay. Um, that's fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, because as a typical male, I could care less what color, what tile. <laughs> so that worked out well because I always basically I'll run it past him, but I'm the final decision maker. I'm like, this is what we're going with. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. At least you feel like you're part of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. That's it's good that you guys see what where you add value and and what you guys bring to the table. Each of you have your own thing. Like if you're both doing one the same thing, then it's hard. It yeah, wouldn't be a, as good a partnership because you bring both two things different. <laughs> For yeah. sure, we definitely 
have different opinions about things too. We look at things differently, which can be very challenging at times, but it's a, it's, it's a good thing at the same time, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it is like us as well. Sometimes it's, yeah, Jennifer's like, this is a great property. I'm like, no, I hate it. And here's why. And then you have to justify it. Or the opposite. I like it. This is such a great idea. She's like, are you crazy? This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly that. Are you crazy? Yeah. Are you insane? No. <laughs> Do you find that your choices have evolved? Like what you like and don't like? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, at first we were looking at different things like smaller properties. Now we're getting like kind of scaling up, looking at more value added. At first we were a bit more scared. So we bought very like, turnkey, sorry, turnkey. It needed some very cosmetic renovations or yeah, very easy. Something that's already tenanted, huge mistake. You want vacant possession now? Well, in Ontario. <laughs> yeah, in Ontario. So it depends on the market. But in Ontario, yeah, you want ideally vacant possession. That's my opinion anyway. Well, <laughs> I've never come across that opportunity for the vacant possession. Oh, no? Yeah. Well, it doesn't happen very often anymore just because I think it's hard for like a seller to offer the vacant possession yeah. now because you can't just get your tenants because you're selling it to doesn't work that way <laughs> but some yeah. people in smaller markets they've actually owned the product for the many many years and then they just sat on it and let one of one tenant leave don't replace it let the other tenant leave they don't replace that and then they put it up for sale so it happens with like owners that are seniors and yeah we got one vacant possession that two. was really nice oh yes that's right yeah Boyer and then saint felix yeah that's right and how many units were in those so, they were both duplexes. Yes, it's not that big. Yeah, but, but it's nice okay. to take in possession because you could choose your tenants and For choose sure. your rent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the best we've gotten is one unit empty on okay. two places. Mm -hmm. And then the, the duplex that we tore down, we actually moved the one tenant that was staying behind. I gave him a place in my original property. Oh, cool. Definitely. So he willingly moved and didn't know about the clause that lets you move back at the same price. And uh, did he move back? You know, what's that? Did he move back? No, no, because he didn't sign the forms and didn't present it. And I don't think we even thought of it at the time, and more probably realized after the fact that he could have presented us with a form. But it's um, so a good we, relationship. I mean, he's already moved, changed the address. And if it's a nice place, like 95% of people don't want to come back. But yeah, there's sure. always that risk. Yeah, that's true. We definitely give him a nicer place. He, he paid for it, but it was an upgrade compared to the what he was in. Yeah. The crap he was in. Yeah, it was a bad place. <laughs> so it was an upgrade, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, positive move. Yeah. So guys, are you guys uh, only focusing on Bradford? Is that like your main uh... niche market or? Cool. Right now, yeah, that's where all of our properties are. We've flirted with the idea of moving into other markets, but I feel like there's still more that we can get from Brantford, and I don't know. I think that you're the first couple that we've met that are investing in Brantford. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. Sarah Lee, she has properties in Brantford, but not like, she's not a couple, so. No, not really. <laughs> Well, I, I didn't talk to Sarah, but... Um, I haven't yeah. heard a lot of people. Like it, it, what is it like, the Bradford market, for people that are listening? Horrible. Horrible. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't recommend it whatsoever. No, no. So, 
It's not what it was in the sense that, you know, 2004, five, you're picking up five flexes for just over 200,000. My, oh, I think that's over, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Way over. I mean, we were looking at four plexes this week, and they're starting at 980. It's a purpose. Yeah. yeah. It used to be so, really cheap when we lived in Hamilton. I remember we were like, Brantford is like a small town. Yeah, we were like, ooh, and, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Hamilton, and I also used to, Brantford was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. That's how it was for many years. Lots of drugs, lots of unemployment, lots of disability. I think they sort of catered to disability to a certain extent. Oh, really? Now, I think the, the other markets have grown so much and it's become so expensive to buy in Toronto, Hamilton, and the surrounding areas that people have sort of moved out there and the market's on fire. So now we're sort of overpaying for everything com comparable to what it was before. Yeah. And from like a rent perspective, I'd say the rents have probably doubled in the last five years, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy. Yeah. We have units that are $500 because they're in the, the older places that we bought a while back. And now they could easily rent for a thousand plus. Easily. Yeah. It's Nice. Oh, really? So you've got that potential. I know that laws right now are a tougher situation, but it will happen. So that's nice to know you have that kind of built-in lift for the future. Yeah. And it's funny, though, because back then we'd say, okay, well, we want tenants that aren't going to turn over all the time. Yeah, so you're happy if someone stuck around. Now you and now for two years, you're gone, please. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy, just how the mentality has changed so much. You yeah. know, we talk about... It's basically People talk because about you, can't, you can't raise rent right. enough to, to um, correspond with the market. Uh, so that's the rise in price. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah, the $20 a year increase just doesn't cut it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and it's bad. I, I always say it's actually bad for the tenants too. So some good landlords are now stuck with all these tenants that you can't increase their rent. And then things start falling apart. You have no reserve fund eventually. And then you become a slumlord, not by choice, because you've been forced down that rabbit hole. I mean, you can only support the building for so long, especially in larger places. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, yeah, if you don't keep it upgrading and increasing rent, then you can't afford to keep the place nice. And then, and then imagine the rude awakening they get when they have they have to move out to another place and they'll never find that rent again. Yeah, because it's good. Yeah. Like, the rent increase like slowly. They get used to it and then they look for better jobs or something. Otherwise, yeah, there's stuff. Yeah, it's it's bad for society in general. But mm -hmm. anyway, that's his little rant. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> So um, is your strategy burr? Is, is that what you kind of hope to do or buy and hold? What? Uh... Yeah, burr, buy and hold. So we buy, we do look for properties that have low rents or need improvements and we put the work in and then yeah, refinance and buy more. Okay. But the intent is to hold them, like I don't want to sell anything that we have if we don't have to. Because that's where the real wealth is, is long-term holding the properties. Are you a new or aspiring real estate investor? Do you like the content we've been sharing? Are you ready to take action but you're not sure how to get started? We now offer one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Send us an email at flhomescorp at gmail.com to book a free discovery call today. We look forward to meeting you.
yeah, cash flow is good, refinancing, but holding on to the properties, that's where the, yeah, it's crazy. My parents always told me about their house they bought in Scarborough for $69,000. It's probably worth like 1.3 million now and just holding on to it, but that would have been 45 years, but still that's a lot of money mm -hmm. doing nothing on a, like a cheap house, so. Yes, it's a shame they didn't keep it. <laughs> I know, I wish they, and they, they could have kept it. It was fully paid off. They were back oh, then wow. renting all the rooms, the driveway, the garage, everything was rented. <laughs> so anyway. So what are you guys working on now? What are your projects right now? <laughs> we both was <wasn't> going. <laughs> well, we actually, we had picked up a fourplex in December. I think it was December. Yeah, December. Uh, with one vacant unit. So we got the opportunity to throw some lipstick on it and uh, clean up the bathroom and the kitchen a little bit, fix up the cupboards, put, upgrade the security system. And then uh, that's on the market for rent now. And now we have something new. We put an offer in this morning oh, on a trial. <laughs> and it got we found out it was accepted so oh wow congrats yes congratulations oh yeah seriously. so you yeah. said how, it's a five plex that you're putting an offer on a triplex a triplex yeah so our pattern is slowly changed like before it was all re uh, retrofitted houses and then the five or the fourplex in december was a purpose built Okay. And it pushed us, I'd say it pushed us a little bit out of our comfort zone just because now you're getting closer to the 800,000s and the yeah. price points up there compared to what we were paying before in Brantford. And then now with the triplex, there's not as much lift in these properties. They're, they're, they've been upgraded. And so if I'm finding it harder to pick and choose what to buy. Yeah. And where the opportunity to, yeah. Yeah, so when we first looked at the triplex, I was like, no, there's no lift in it. I, I'm, it's got a nice kitchen. It's got okay walls and ceilings. The outside looks okay. What's the point? But once you start sort of looking at the numbers or you, you actually do a tour of the place, then you can sort of visualize those upgrades. And it's not the same money makers, I think, right out of the gate because it's got low rents and you have to assume those tenants, there was no vacancies on that one. Mm. But the long-term play or the slightly longer term play, I guess, you know, not immediate, but a year or two out, if tenants leave. There's huge opportunity. Game changer, the rent's shooting up. Mm -hmm. You know, a little more lipstick on the two units and then one unit can use a new kitchen and some more fancier stuff and mm -hmm. maybe a potential extra unit in the full basement, who knows? So oh. I, I find our pattern is slowly changing but the burr is the intent it's yeah. just now it might take a few years instead of a few months so two, right three yeah years. yeah not market, market appreciation is crazy right now oh, so man. You never know. <laughs> we bought a place in august and what did we do we put in some new floors and a little bit of paint half a kitchen just the lower cabinet not the uppers <laughs> and i think yeah. it's gone up a hundred and yeah. Twenty-five thousand. Oh. Seven months, six months. So. Yeah, it's crazy, but uh, who knows how long we're gonna have that market appreciation, though. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Do you guys cash flow in Bradford? Like, are are you able to buy cash flowing properties at these prices? 
everything's been fantastically cash flowing with the exception of today's purchase. Okay. But it, at, at some point you're like, okay, you're making all this money on your cash flowing properties. The tax man comes around, laughs at you and collects. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, well, what if we put something aside that maybe we don't have to work on right away or this year, and it'll be a project for next year. And at the same time, maybe hide some of those profits and just. Yeah. Oh, no, it's very so, smart. Yeah, you want some losses. Like if you're able to balance it out, it is good. Yeah, for sure. Especially you buy under a corporation or you have multiple corporations or. This will be our first yeah. under a corporation. So the first five are privately owned. This will be our sixth, and everybody's sort of advised yeah. to do the corporation. Yeah, sometimes, like, let's say you don't buy in your corporation's name. I'm not a, a lawyer or accountant, but um, so those listening, do your due diligence. But you can do a joint venture with your own corporations. If you want to keep buying under your name and it's not commercial, then sometimes you do, that's what we've done. Yeah, and what's we have nice, a test agreement with our corporation. Yeah, and then oh. you can switch back and forth so you can flip the property under your corporation without paying land transfer tax because really you're the owner. You've just been contracted by your own corporation to buy the place, so. Oh, what a that's shame. Very- and, the, and the money flows into your corporation, so. Yeah. Anyway. I've never heard of that. That's the way to do it. Yes. Because sometimes it's easier. It depends on the deal. Yeah. But you're still essentially signing for everything. You're you're responsible for all the loans in the corporation, just as if the corporation had bought it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Interesting. We'll have to quickly look into that. Yes. (laughs) Because what's nice is then you can go, let's say you buy with a, a lender, like a bank of some sort under your own name. Uh, you get an op like a loan that's easier to break, and then you do the burr like you want to do. Then you refinance with, um, a credit union, and then you put it in your your corporation's name, and then there's no land transfer tax, and then it's taken off of your credit, and then you just recycle your credit. So, so it's almost as if your partner is just walking away and leaving you the property. Yeah. So you're taking them off the deed, and yeah, that's taking it on the corporation. Exactly. So, so that's nice. a good way to do it. Just a lot of fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Frost, we could talk about those things all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what I well, do it's, it's, now. You almost have to because there's so many different ways of doing things. And we always say we learn by our mistakes. And yeah. if we have oh, yes. more than conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, what's your best real estate tip or story? That was a pretty good one about restarting the whole duplex. But <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our biggest. <laughs> that was a three-year project every weekend. Wow. Because we work regular nine-to-five jobs. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So all our renovations start at 6 a.m. on Saturday and last till we get home at 11 o'clock on Sundays. <laughs> Very romantic. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you don't drink wine, I'd have a funnel with me in a little hat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then the things wouldn't be very straight anymore. It'd be very artistic. <laughs> style, like with little swiggles. And <laughs> you do that with so that's fine. We've, <laughs> had lots, we've had lots of bad tenant stories, I think, oh, over no. the years. Do you want to you know, use <laughs> I think one of my worst was using a snow shovel to shovel out all the needles. They were diabetic needles, mind you, but... Oh. Uh, 
the floor was covered in garbage, needles everywhere, and we just had to use snow shovels. This was uh, on the fiveplex when this, you first bought it, right? The fiveplex, yeah. yeah. And actually, we got one. Better. That's terrible. We have done much worse. And you can oh, shovel the garbage out. That's quite bad. But anyway. <laughs> you just said we had much worse. Much worse, okay. I, I don't know how I forgot about it. But... I don't know how I forgot about it. Um, in one of our four yeah, yes, that is true. Repressed. Yeah. Um, one of the fourplexes last January, we got images from our property manager from a tenant that we've been trying to evict because he wouldn't pay for months. He would eventually catch up, but it was this repetitive pattern. And he wouldn't let our property manager in. There was conflicts. So when he finally got in the property, he shared us photos, and the guy was hoarding. Oh, no. Wow. So... It was but, up to the ceiling in every single room. Their walls were covered in little bugs, and it was keep everything, including his garbage. Or well, he yeah. wasn't hoarding stuff; he was hoarding strictly garbage. garbage. Oh, yeah, oh, that's the worst. Yeah, because some people, I mean, it's not clean or great, but it's collectibles and clothing and stuff like that. But yeah, some people keep garbage. And some keep their own like feces and things as well. So I hope it didn't go that far. There was bottles. There was a chicken in the kitchen in a pot. A raw chicken. Uh, <laughs> that smells really bad. Uh, okay. I don't think any of the drains actually drained except the toilet. Which was black. Uh, which was disgusting. Sink was piled uh, up in hair, overflowing <laughs> with hair and other stuff. Uh, All the stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> All the walls were covered in mold, like a like a spotted, almost like a fly crap, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, wow. The property manager ended up taking out three, I think it was 20-yard bins worth of garbage out of this one unit. And how unhealthy is that for the person living in there? Like, don't they have, like, lung infections and stuff? I mean, I just thinking about it, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but think about how you cleaned it up and now i'm sure it's nice and rented out like a beautiful it's apartment. much nicer we almost doubled the rent after we finished everything so it it was worth it off. and i laugh about it in the end but it was pretty gross well, when you're picking it up it's not great no <laughs> well, no but i think we're getting immune to it also mm. it's just sort of like you uh, see past it yeah. yeah, you see the opportunity somehow that's through it. that. Yeah. That's how you have to see it because that others won't do it. They're going to scare away from that and just sell the place. If you stick, stick with it and keep going, that's where you. That's where the gold is. So. Yeah. Well, those yeah. that are really passionate about real estate investing, I think that we kind of just get thick skin and you just roll up your sleeves yeah. and like, okay, picking up crap again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were paid to pick up well you paid someone to do most of it but how much you're being paid per hour to pick up someone's garbage so I, sometimes i'm like yeah it's a thousand dollars an hour so it's not so bad <laughs> throw your cat litter over here that's fine <laughs> there was lots of cat litter though there was a uh, peeing cat oh yeah in the kitchen wow yeah. They always have pets. I mean, and even for the pets, that's animal cruelty too. Like, yeah. Bad I've had, yeah. I've had floors where you step on the floor and the dog pee squirts out the sides. Oh. <laughs> These are all inherited tenants. So I'll just yeah. say that. Wow. They're not tenants in place. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's terrible. So how 
did you finally get rid of the hoarder? Was it just through eviction notices? Uh, yeah. The sheriff finally okay. went to that point. Yeah. If he wasn't paying. So if, you do, if you're not paying and it's recurring and it's a pattern, yeah, yeah. it's your best eviction yeah. notice. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Going through one, that one, it's been 14 months now. And it's because of COVID, mm -hmm. it's been on hold extremely long. So it gets delayed and delayed and delayed. But once So you have, an, you have an active tenant that's 14 months and unpaid? No, no, they pay, that's the problem. They they're, pay, oh. they're just trashing the place. Yeah. Uh, just an excuse to upgrade. That's <laughs> it, that's it. And then there's a walkout basement. We can turn it into a triplex. So oh, amazing. a nice opportunity at some point. Yeah. Eventually. For sure. <laughs> so what are you guys planning on for 2021? 2021. I keep saying I just want to buy as many properties as I can right now because we're going through all the refis. We'll be able to do that. That's what I want to do. <laughs> well, you might expect well the iron while it's hot, right? Yeah. 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 So are, yeah, you just always finance, so are you always refinancing properties and buying, or are you using OPM or uh, so far? Hit the wall? <laughs> yeah, so far it's been refinancing. Well, you have That's actually true. We joke. So before we joined Mel and Dave, I didn't really know anything about OPM. And then we joined and I learned all about it. And then I realized that I actually did use OPM for <laughs> the two fourplexes because I used his money for oh, the down payment. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's something some people don't realize. Yeah, you can borrow from your spouse and even within, like if you have a corporation, there's different things you can do. Your spouse can lend to the corporation and there's some cool stuff you Maybe can Maybe not do. in registered funds, but- Not like, registered funds, but I'm cash. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but that's okay. And really, you hit the wall and then you'll, you'll want to have some OPM. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think early on, my dad did help me out with deposits and I ran into troubles with, I think it was TD or something at one point with the commercial five flex. Oh, and yeah. I just borrowed money from the parents in order to satisfy the loans and paid them out essentially. So technically we've done it. We just haven't had to go outside to other people really. Yeah. The strangers. So, OPM yeah. within, your, within your circle. Yeah, and it was we were lucky. Before you knew. And we were lucky that we I did have a house here in Scarborough that I've owned since two thousand and two or so, and the the fiveplex in Brantford we've had since two thousand four. So they've given us a little bit of runway. Yeah. And we have our own funds, so we haven't been forced down that route. But we've run into limitations with RBC because they have some caps on borrowing limits. So and they're one of the toughest lenders. So that's that's a good sign for your credit. I, I'd say they're number one. They're the hardest lender. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our la we did one refinance recently, and now they've basically said well, we're done. Go that's it. Go <laughs> yeah, that's next, and then CIBC eventually, and then then credit unions and. So yeah. forth, so forth. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but down isn't always bad. I mean, some of them have better uh, terms and conditions and things, so yeah. it's not all bad. Really. It's not always yeah. the interest rate that's the most important. No, I don't care. Like the interest rate is, yeah, it's important, but it's yeah, really not number one. Yeah, but when you and when you hit those stages, you're almost hitting 
not a plateau, but you're hitting a milestone in your, your buying. So you've exhausted this type of bank. Okay, now you're at Scotia. Once you've exhausted that, you've hit another milestone in your career, essentially, of with the property. So, yeah, it's Very definitely not a yeah. That's it, exactly. Yeah. So, so if you guys could start over again, what would you do differently? Oh, that's a good question too. <laughs> I would have bought a hell of a lot more in two thousand four. Yeah, I would have too. <laughs> you would have that's bought a that out, huh? Yeah, bore on steel. Yeah, and I held him back too for a long time. He was convincing me to buy more, buy more. I was hesitant and I was afraid of the debt. And I was like, we got to pay down the mortgages. Yeah. What am I thinking? Like that from everybody. So. Yeah. So I agree. That's a great point. I would have bought more. I would have house hacked in university. Yeah. Like if I knew, I 100% would have done that. Mm. Yeah. Can you imagine, yeah, all that money? And even Toronto properties were way cheaper in the early 2000s. Yeah. I remember you could get, like, condos for in the, like, 100,000, like, 150, 190. Now there's nothing at that price. And Yeah. yeah like, and there's we, parking spots at that price. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> imagine Brantford in that, in that time. Like, it used to be, we used to live in Hamilton in 1999, so we're going to date ourselves, but... You could get houses for sixty-five thousand, like right downtown, beautiful red brick homes. Uh, yes. London, Ontario. You could get really cheap properties. Yeah. It's not, no, like, it's that not like that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, if you wanted cheap properties, you really got to go far. Yeah. And way out of your comfort zone and into really risky towns. Stuff that you know the northern towns that just don't have the. Job. The market or the industry, but they've got the right prices, but it could be suicide. So yeah, it's, yes, you have to be careful. Like when it looks too good to be true, maybe it is too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but like you, said, you have to pick your location. It's so important because yes. you have to be able to have renters and renters that are going to pay. So you can't just go to any like little town and just buy properties. <laughs> no. Yeah, and that's you got to start figuring in your your expenses of the property managers not being able to go out every once in a while and sanity check what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's so many people that are buying out of province now, and I I can't I just don't understand how they're pulling it off. What either you're not going out to see it, or you see a couple pictures, and then you're hiring someone over the phone to trust them to manage your places and well, do the work. They can speak to it because you guys have. Yeah. It's a couple, right? It's, yeah, it's a nightmare. So, it's, so sometimes it's sheer hell. Sometimes we're like, but it's, there's actually some great opportunities too. So yeah. we're we're even now buying out of country. So I guess we didn't okay. learn our lesson. <laughs> 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 even for That's you can't even go even if I wanted to. <laughs> but even out of province right now, you can't even go. Like Francois actually went. To one of our properties that were out of province uh in december and now you're not even allowed to do that yeah you have so. to move there or work there so i can't yeah. Even. Yeah. so is that in, by any chance in new brunswick yeah by any chance yeah, <laughs> yeah new brunswick but we're buying in michigan as well now yes. and we're looking at saskatchewan manitoba and so oh, wow. if you have the power team it can actually be really good it's just if sure. you have the wrong people 
then it's yeah, yeah. So. And like you said you have to be able to go and do a sanity check every now and then and see how how things are developing so i did go in december i had to stay within an apartment and but... i'm sure that we'll be able to do that again hopefully in the in the springtime <laughs> was it one of your own apartments that you stayed in yes yes yeah. yeah i had to clean it up and do some work and we didn't have a good contractor back then now we've found someone so anyway it was really worthwhile but it's yeah, I almost stayed like in an ex-hoarder's apartment for a week. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I almost cried when I, I got there. But that's a, that's a good test because if you're willing to stay in your own apartment, then that's something you should be able to rent to other people, no problem. Oh, it's, once cleaned up, it's a nice big place. I'm like, wow, I, I wouldn't mind renting this yeah, place. Yeah, after a few days of painting and cleaning, he was like, oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs> but I, I power washed everything. Like, well, not with a... Yes. But Dawn Power Wash, if ever you have nasty stains, that stuff does wonders. I sprayed the whole apartment with it. <laughs> so I, in the early days, I would go into and stay overnight in the apartments because I'd go out on my own and work for the weekend. And I have a little tent that has a bug netting around it. That's oh, a, cool. It's a cot that keeps your foot off the floor. That's so awesome. I would go and hide in there and I would stay overnight out there. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's commitment. Yeah, you really are all in. <laughs> yeah. I was back then, yeah. My brother would come out and a friend would come out and we'd sleep on the floors and work the weekends sometimes when the units got nicer. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you did the worst and then you're okay to invite people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not easy. Oh, that's awesome. So your company name is Fornelli Properties? So yeah. if people want to reach out to you guys and maybe invest with you or learn more about what you're doing, how can they contact you? We are active on Instagram. It's at Fernelli Properties. Okay. Also, we're on Facebook. Just search for Fernelli Properties. And our website is www.guessitfernelliproperties.com. <laughs> that makes it very easy. <laughs> yeah. And we're always in Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You live in Scarborough? Yeah, we do. Yeah, you guys have to go all the way across Toronto to get to your properties. <laughs> well, right now there's very little traffic, so I'm sure it's easier than normal times. So we've gotten used to that calm over the years. We've seen the time drag out and get longer and longer. Mm -hmm. You get a good snowstorm; it could be a three-hour drive. Um, but oh yes, yeah, typically the doesn't quite like it ends at the 403 in Hamilton, and then you could go kind of up. So. Yeah, so luckily, yeah, we get out there early enough in the morning on Saturday that we're beating the traffic. And because we do it on weekends, we don't have to worry about the uh -huh. 9 to 5. Yeah. And then coming home, you're so exhausted, it doesn't really matter how long. It's it just relaxing yeah. for me because I sit in the passenger seat. I'm just like, yeah, I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> and then we're not always driving back and forth. Her family does live in Hamilton, so we have That's taken... True. <clears throat> we've taken the opportunity and they've been quite gracious over the years to let us stay over on the Saturday nights and, and many other feed nights us. and feed us and pamper us. Yeah, yeah. So nice. That's, oh, that's wonderful. And you're like, Spinelli, it sounds a bit Italian, if I'm correct. So yeah, yeah. you're well fed then. We <laughs> 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 love Italian food and wine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. Oh, so. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for yes. coming on and sharing your, a bit of your story with us. And it's nice to get to know you. And 
and find out more about what you do. And yeah, we love uh, talking to other couples that invest. <laughs> yes, that's why we chose the Mel and Dave program because there are couples who are like couple and tends to be like there are others, but mostly couples that work together and it's it's just encouraging and mm -hmm. yeah, for yeah, sure. Agreed. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I had a great time. Pleasure. Great. Good. So until the next time. Yeah. Salud. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Happy Easter. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to another episode of Wine and Real Estate with us. So don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Instagram. Our handle is FL underscore homes underscore corp. You can also find us on Facebook, FL Homes Corp. And um, you can also find us on YouTube on our channel. So you can see video recordings of these podcasts and more. And so until the next time, cheers.